Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Welcome back and welcome to any new gabbers out there. We're happy to have you. Yeah, we are happy to have you if you've been here for, has it been three years? No, we're on season three, but we started in February. Okay. And so, you know, like two in two February will in be a couple months. Right. In so Fe- in February, it'll be three years. Right. That's, that's bananas. It's very long. It's- <laughs> um, so thanks for those of you OG that have been with us for all this time. I know. And, um, I guess maybe one of the reasons we're getting nostalgic and talking about our longevity here is because we are going back to the topic that started it all. Mm-hmm. Our very first episode um, and our episode with the very most listens, we're going to do a part two today. And that is what we call Stranger Things. Yeah. And it's just interactions with strangers and because they can be the best because there's lots of times little to no context. And uh, <laughs> and um, there's a lot of weirdos out there. Yeah. And maybe you're one. There's a chance. And we, do you know what? We posted our dares. Yeah. I have more to post, but and I'm, I'm scared because people are already getting fired up in the comments. Well, just a few. <laughs> just a um, few. And I guarantee I am going to be that weird stranger. Yeah, that to someone one, one has partic- a story about. One particular person that right. I'm really thinking of right now. All of us, the reason why this was our number, our first episode we ever launched was because we were like, every single person can relate to this because we are forced on a daily basis almost to interact with people that we don't know or that we don't know (laughs) well. well. (laughs) And so things can tip people off and it's just hilarious. If you haven't listened to our original episode, go to our show page, scroll all the way down and find the episode called Stranger Things. This is going to be Stranger Things Part 2 and listen to it. Well, before we get into the stories, though, mm-hmm. is it time for someday you'll, someday laugh, you'll about laugh about this? this. <laughs> um, okay, what do you got? Oh, the weather outside is frightful. <laughs> Speaking of crying, <laughs> no, I don't know. I have, feel like again, I don't know what's going on in your part of the country. I know we have people not just from our state that listen, Mm -hmm. but we are experiencing the eternal winter here. And I try to keep a pretty can-do attitude about winter (laughs) because I'm like, look, I know where I live. Mm -hmm. I know what's what's happening. I know what's coming, Mm -hmm. but this is insane. We prayed for this. And we did pray hard for this. Mm -hmm. So our reservoirs, rivers, lakes, what have you would be nice and plentiful. Mm -hmm. But I'm feeling done. (laughs) Feeling beyond done. Yeah. And I live in the mountains, so we are getting it more. And yeah. it's really it's really starting to wear on my spirits. <laughs> you can feel two things at once. Mm-hmm, you can feel absolutely. grateful, but also frustrated and done with the with the snow. Or that this Well, are summer, you gonna tell the story about, about you trying to dig out your snowblower and crying with you? I just feel like there's a lot of Allison crying stories on here and everyone's gonna be like, Is she okay? Like emotionally. <laughs> I am. It's questionable. Um, I am <laughs> Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. emotion. It's um, fun. So, yeah, I mean, we got so much snow yesterday. I We were supposed to come down and record yesterday. I was supposed to have my laser hair removal appointment yesterday, which... So you gave up two really important, important things, things, which... That, that, we're not being sarcastic. I don't know what that says about my <laughs> life, but that is an important thing to me. Now that I've started on this laser hair removal journey, like, I'll never stop. <laughs> I'll never stop. <laughs> and so I had to cancel that because it's a good 45 minute drive. And my husband called and he's like, well, I was driving to Salt Lake and somebody was driving the, down the wrong side of the road. 
like southbound things have taken a turn you know literally yeah <laughs> hopefully they do hopefully they do turn around they, hopefully they figure things out so i was like be a oh problem. my gosh it's that reminder of like i can control what i'm doing but i can't control yeah other people that can't see driving down the wrong side of the road so i had to cancel that so i was frustrated that i had to cancel and i was plowing my driveway for two hours because the <laughs> snow right now is so wet because it is a mm-hmm. little warmer because it's supposed to be spring yeah and so my snowblower kept clogging mm-hmm and I had a children's <laughs> sand toy because mm-hmm. I couldn't find the thing that you actually use to like <laughs> unclog the snowplow. And I was just like, the children's sand Gah. toy that's just sitting there waiting to be taken to the lake. Yes. At, as the weather supposedly is supposed to turn warmer. They say. So it was almost just like it was there to spite was, you. Yeah. It was, it was taunting me. <laughs> it was like, you'll never, ever see. You'll yeah. never get to use me on a sunny day. <laughs> This is my new job. And so then what happened, Allison? Well, so I was just um, swearing. I don't know. My neighbors, I don't know. My na- I, I was swearing. I had had the kids do chores. They had the day off of school. So the house was really clean when I went out to plow. <laughs> and so I went inside because I was still thinking maybe I can make it to my appointment and it'll mm-hmm. be fine. So I popped my head in and like... There was yogurt splattered oh, no. that my seven-year-old tried to clean up, but just like made it worse. <laughs> they would try to start getting their snow clothes out because they were going to go play in the snow and mm-hmm. like they couldn't figure it out. So then it was just strewn like mm-hmm. about all over my house. Anyway, so that, that was like the tipping point, you mm-hmm. know, where I was like, I have no control over my life right now. I <laughs> cried and I laid on the couch. Ca- I finally got done, laid on the couch. It took me forever to get warm again. Mm-hmm. And I texted my husband. I'm like, we're getting takeout and movie theater <laughs> popcorn. And we watched Jurassic Park. There you go. The final one. And so it was... And Was it the most recent? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Not great. Not as bad as everyone was making it seem. People are pretty ruthless People on were IMDb. Yeah. And people were like, <laughs> I walked out of the theater. I'm like, you are $14 in. You walked out of the theater? Like, it has to oh, be... At least, like, just allow it to entertain you for right. a little bit. Or, like, take a nap. It's dark and you have snacks, you know? <laughs> like, I guess just... I don't know. Maybe my, my wishes are simple these days, but... All right. You ready to get um, into it? Yeah. Let's get rolling into our submissions and our stories from our listeners. All right. Well, this listener said, this incorporates a few things we've touched on in the past, um, but this listener said that she was at a grocery store. Always. <laughs> yes. Britt's weird interactions have almost always, always been at a grocery store. <laughs> and some random older woman came up to her and said, oh my goodness, you are glowing. Oh, and well, that's really, the interaction I appreciate. Um, but she really thought that this lady was about to go like the pregnancy side. Like, right. Uh-huh. You are glowing. When are you due? And right. this girl wasn't pregnant and was like, this is going to be awkward. Mm-hmm. Well, then the lady proceeded to say, you must be reading your scriptures. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The light of, of the Jesus. gospel, it really does shine through. Yeah. And if you wanted to be a window to his love, you have, and you are. But the funny thing is, is this girl commented, I'm not religious at all. <gasps> oh my gosh. So. <laughs> not it. I don't know what it is about people who want to, I mean, she wasn't pushing her ideas on her, but it's almost like, I'm going to share with you my really conservative, really religious yeah. views. I guess it's a really good way to filter out the not like-minded people yeah you know if you're like just trying to find my people yeah like i want to find people who um believe exactly what i believe um because this listener 
You don't want to get attached to <laughs> somebody and then find good out friends with you and then find out that you're an anti-vaxxer. Okay. And I can't be friends with you. Scriptures. <laughs> I can't be friends with you. If you and I have differing opinions on shots, by the way, you can still be friends. Well, that's what I guys. mean. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, this is right. This is cray cray. Never have I ever went and gotten a vaccine with a friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're like, I just feel really left out because. They, they all, all went got, together. They all went together to, to get, get their flu, to get their flu shot, and they didn't even call invite me. me. And I, and I don't know if they thought that my ages they wouldn't cover it, but that's insulting on another level. Um, but yeah, just it's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah, you do you, boo, and we'll just be friends. <laughs> um, but this listener, she said that she was in line outside of a like a cell phone place. Okay. Um. It must have been the new model of something. So there's a little bit of a group of people waiting to get in, probably to, you know, buy the new iPhone 8 right. or whatever. And there is this guy in front of her. Oh, hey, how you doing? You right. know, you're like, you're in line, you're hanging out. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know how this ended up coming up, probably out of thin air, because that seems to be how these things come up. <laughs> but he starts. As I'm saying, sometimes I'm like, I don't provoke. Like, I don't <laughs> feel like I provoke yeah, yeah. some of these people, but they just want to tell me yeah he's like listen that's why my hair is so big and she said it's full of <laughs> secrets um he, and she said he got he was in his 60s she was in her mm-hmm. 20s and he just said you know what i really feel like you should not be on birth control <gasps> and she goes what like that she, she, it's not like she had said i'm <laughs> on birth control because that's a very weird thing to say thank to the you six- sir who does not currently have a uterus for giving me <laughs> advice on what to do but yeah and she wasn't like bringing the subject up like i'm gonna have kids or i'm not gonna have kids right like it was literally like hi how you doing and somehow it a, a flip was switched and speaking he said, of scripture sir you do not have stewardship over her <laughs> proceeded to tell her that he and his wife have like eight or nine kids so Congratulations, she's, she's like you're an I'm, idiot. I'm sure <laughs> She goes, I'm sure it kind of was like some roundabout thing, like you should have as many kids as you can and I don't spread your seed. I don't know. You look fruitful. I I could not believe that. Where, yeah, where do these very personal, unsolicited things come from? He's like, listen, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I will tell you this much. We're really good at reproducing. (laughs) And so I'm going to give advice on the one thing that Mm -hmm. I think we figured out. Yeah, I mean, if you have a strength, yeah. I've I've come to find out that if there's something that you're really interested in, especially if it's the only thing, <laughs> right? If you have a strength, if you have a passion, and I find that people very they they really want to get to that topic, yeah, and they want to talk about it, right? Men, like, where are the women in your lives being like, that's creepy. You can't mm-hmm. do this, Grandpa. And sometimes uh-huh. maybe they have told them, and they just do what they want. Mm-hmm. Grandpa's gone rogue, or whatever. Dad's <laughs> gone rogue. Okay. Well, I guess um, we're going to steer, steer away from the wholesome. I mean, these are, yeah, these people, I guess, are coming at you from a wholesome angle. Um, we're going to do 180 here. Uh, so this listener says, this is the craziest thing with a stranger. She says, in all her junior high and high school days, she was never once offered drugs or alcohol or anything <laughs> like that. It's great. Then you don't even have to make the choice to just say no. She probably didn't go to our school. Yeah. I guess someone threw pot in your lap. Yeah. At the I was going to say, this is a science been, fair. This has been established. <laughs> but this was. 
She says maybe people just knew she would say no. She says it wasn't until after she got married and she was in the mall shopping for a gift. She walked into a store and some guy that seemed drunk or high just came right in. How <laughs> would she her. know? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he came right up to her and got up really close to her. He asked her if he wanted to go with him and smoke something and have some fun. <laughs> are you at least going to tell me what we're going to smoke? Yeah. And what kind of fun are we talking about? Because yeah. we're at the mall and there's a lot of options. If we're talking pretzel maker, yes. yes. Sign me up. <laughs> if we're talking stealing from Spencer's gifts, no. Or hanging out in the back of your Saturn, no. no. I. <laughs> she was like, it was so weird because it was literally so unprovoked. Yeah. And out of the blue. Well, and if she had never, if she was the type that had never done it, never even been offered it before, there's mm-hmm. probably a vibe and a look she has. So for him to just like go out on a limb mm-hmm. on this probably very conservative looking girl, mm-hmm. woman, whatever. He must have been high. But she could have been a narc, man. Like what if she, she would have been an undercover, undercover cop? cop. <laughs> that just walks malls waiting for people to offer her Approach drugs. Approach her. Yeah. <laughs> they're not thinking of that. <laughs> All they're thinking of is getting that fix. Speaking of malls, (laughs) malls are a great place to interact with strangers. And the death of the mall is actually a shame. It is. There's a death to a a better time. Well, in this situation, not better. I mean, I think they were the best of times. They were the worst of times. A (laughs) hundred percent. Because where there's teenagers, there's pedophiles. Because listen to this. Oh, gosh. This listener said when she was 14, her friends, she and her friends were at the mall. And they were sitting in the food court eating when this guy comes over, pulls up a chair, and sits next to her. She said she didn't know what to do, so she nervously just said, hi, and then (laughs) kept talking to her friends. Yeah. And then he said, how old are you? Oh, gosh. And she said, when when she said, I'm 14, he said, oh, you're a lot younger than I thought you were. (sighs) And then she responded, which again, this is what I would do because I'm an idiot. Um, She said, (laughs) how old are you? Right. And he said- Well, and it's a good thing. You need to check what's going on here. And he responded with, I'll be however old you want me to be, baby. Uh, yeah he then put his hand on uh, her leg no and was kind of like stroking her leg I'm wee, wee, yeah. wee. like you're in the food court there's a lot of people there's a lot of moms with children and they will come emergency, to your rescue emergency. this man touched my leg yes <laughs> i don't know how old he is because he won't tell me he's being cryptic it would be like on jingle all the way when yes. he's like another pervert yeah and all the moms start slapping him, him with yep. their diaper bags like yep. that is what you need to do because he deserves that let me tell you if you just say mom mom every single mom turns their head uh-huh. because we are so conditioned to respond uh-huh. to mom that even if brit's kids or little kids are at my mm-hmm. house and they go mom i turn yeah and so just girls if you're in the adolescent phase you need help just start saying mom and some mom will come over will come over um so anyway <laughs> the friends start this girl is a little bit frozen Okay. And her friends started noticing, like, oh, my gosh, he's rubbing her leg. So one of the friends said, let's go shopping, and just grabbed her, Good. and they just mm-hmm. got up, and they left. And he grabbed her arm. <gasps> and he said, hey, can I get your phone number? No. So, again, you should say, absolutely not. Unhand me, sir. Mm-hmm. Not even sir. He doesn't even deserve a sir. No. Um, and he said – and so she said – she rattled off a random number. Just be like, security. But you know what? When you're that age, you – like – Again, you're mm-hmm. taught – I don't know. And you're kind of frozen. You don't know mm-hmm. what to do. You're processing, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like you are de-escalating. We do that. In when, our mind. In you're your like, head. You, if, I just, if I just give him a random number, then this whole thing will be over. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if I start, sit there and go, no, then he might try to convince me. He has mm-hmm. hands on my arm. Mm-hmm. So then she said, 
when it was time to go back to the food court for the designated pickup place oh gosh for her dad to uh-huh. come pick him up they were sitting at the table by the door and they were waiting for her dad and she sees this same guy storming over mm. to where they're sitting out of the corner of her eye he grabs her arm oh again my God. this is so scary yes and this time really hard really? and he says what are you mexican now what? And she was super this is crazy racist and she said, now. Not what? only is it pedophile, it's racist. Well, it's not racist because this is the guy that we need to get off the streets, okay? <laughs> I believe the term is Latina. Um, but he said, are you Mexican now? And confused, she said, what do you mean? And he said, I called that number you gave me and some Mexican guy answered. You give me your real number right now. Oh my gosh. And she said, not knowing what to do, being 14 years old, uh-huh. she gave him... <laughs> Her best friend's number. Oh my god! Who gosh. wasn't with them? Stop! She is not your best friend anymore. I know. We got to get a backbone here, girl. And <laughs> she, but it's scary. It's no, it scary. Is, it is. Especially and, if someone's aggressively coming after right, you. Right. And so she gave him the best She's friend's like, number. Well, she, he is going to get into touch, in touch with some kind of fourteen-year-old girl. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so he sat and he called the number right in front of her from the cell phone. He, oh my God. And her best friend actually answered mm-hmm. and he asked, Is so and so there? Like the friend. Yeah. You know? And she goes, Uh, she's not here right now, mm-hmm. which was a great answer. So he said, Oh, okay, that's good. And now we're getting somewhere. Oh my gosh. Right? Just then her dad pulled up and so they ran outside. And once in the car, she just immediately started telling and oh, her dad good. crying about what happened. Well, when they got home, daddy called the police. And oh, I was waiting for the dad to just run in there and punch right, him in the nuts. Right. I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. Again, what do you do? Because you might walk in and he might be gone. Uh-huh. You might have the story wrong. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're punching nuts without <laughs> punching nuts and taking names and not really, you know, clear on the situation. And anyway, so they did call the police and um, they traced his phone. They found him at a church playing basketball. Oh, my gosh. Random. Come to find out, he was in his 20s on the sex offender registry list. She said she's actually not even sure what ended up happening, but she was never able to go to the mall with her friends again because she was too scared he would be there. Well, I mean, that's sad that you can't have, you know, do a a high school pastime, but it's probably better safe than sorry. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, speaking of um, possibly getting murdered or or kidnapped. Um, (laughs) Oh, great segue. We awesome. are now a true crime podcast. <laughs> I, I feel sprinkled in. I mean, we do honestly. not have the voices for true crime. Like mm-hmm. we are too bubbly and mm-hmm. we talk way too fast mm-hmm. to add like mystery and intrigue. Okay. And we also laugh uncomfortably at, yeah, at scary people things would cancel us yeah and people fast. would be like you're laughing about murder so don't worry we'll never transition <laughs> we, into and true we crime do understand that like we are laughing at things that shouldn't be laughed at and it's a coping mechanism and it's before. probably not going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> it served us well for 30 plus years yeah. so okay this listener said about a year ago her husband and she were laying in bed at about nine o'clock, my kind of people, and <laughs> <laughs> never did I ever think early that I'd... to bed, early to rise. Mm-hmm. It's it's sage advice. Yes. Um, she heard a knock at the door and assumed it was her mom because her mom lives close, and who else is going to come unannounced? Right. Nine p.m. I actually probably would assume the same thing. Yeah. So she got to the door and she saw a man standing at the door in their kitchen, mm-hmm. and she said, "There's a window where they can both see each other in, mm-hmm. the, in that door." And it was so weird because in order to get to that door, he would need to walk up to their up their deck stairs on the side of the house. To get so, like, it. it's not the front door. Right. So, again, you would assume it's your mom because yeah. you'd be like, 
Why, like, who else would even come here? Right. To that door. Um, so immediately she calls to her husband because she was taken aback. Uh, <laughs> her husband came and the man who was at the deck door or whatever yeah. saw that there was another man coming to the door no. with, with her. Yeah. And he just started walking away. Oh, so yes. her husband opened the door. Oh, and brave. at this point, the, that deck man was already like down the stairs. <laughs> I don't know how the deck do. prowler. <laughs> yeah. Her husband opened the door and was like, "Um, hello." Mm-hmm. The guy said, "Oh, sorry, wrong house," which seemed weird. In other words, the house that has a man in it is the, the wrong, wrong house. house. Yikes! So she looked out the window and t- watched him walk away. Yeah, they wanted to make sure he was leaving the premises, and she said he just started walking down the street. She said that she didn't see any car and she said she doesn't live on a super busy street okay. where people generally just like walk to get to someplace else. Right. And she said it was so creepy because he didn't try to leave until he saw her husband. Yeah. Because he met eyes with her. Yeah. Right? Like they saw each other. Yeah. He saw her and he was continuing to linger on the deck. Oh, and then. I hate this for her. Ugh. I hate this for them. Because then anytime your husband is gone, you're going to be like, well, he'll come. The deck man's back. Yep. He'll come because now he knows he's not here. Oh, my god! Shoot me now. And in that situation, in hindsight, you do say, okay, I wish I would have scared him bad. Like, yeah. But then you're processing. You're processing. Uh-huh. You're de-escalating well, the situation. You're like, okay. Is it a strange? Yeah. Did they Maybe have the Maybe he did have the wrong door? house. And then like as he gets further down the road, they're probably like, no, this. He seems like a vagabond. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking. No car. No real plan. Right. Speaking, well, and how, again, how would you all of a sudden know it's the wrong house? If you saw her, you would think you would know it's the wrong, wrong house, house, but you didn't say that until you saw him. him. Yes. It's Night Stalker. D- definitely. It's Night Stalker vibes. Ne- definitely ill-intentioned stranger. This one also it includes like an older man. Okay. And I also feel like, <laughs> just kind of like how we've talked about in a lot of episodes, after you've had a baby, you're kind of like less, you're just jaded on about your privacy a little bit yeah or you're you're more open to talking about certain things and i think that comes with age in general yeah because i'm i'm noticing just a, a pattern a pattern <laughs> and the, so this listener said this is the weirdest interaction with a stranger they've ever had they used to be a loan officer and they would get to know really interesting things about people's lives and i mean i would believe it well you're opening your finances to people mm-hmm. that's yeah, it's personal pretty, you're and, getting personal and then also maybe you're trying to explain a few things yeah. You know, like, well, my credit is this because... Because I um, have this I girlfriend in-, in the Philippines and I send her money <laughs> and or, she's going to come over when she can. Or, um, <laughs> I actually... So I'm sorry to interrupt, but mm-hmm. I had I had worked at a place that used to do um, Western Union. I don't mm-hmm. even know if that... I think mm-hmm. it still exists, but yeah. it's... Like wire transfers. Yeah. So, yeah. so I used to get people in that mm- would come oh. in mm-hmm. to the payday loan place I worked and be like, I need to do a Western Union. And they'd start to tell me, I have this girlfriend or this boyfriend in mm-hmm. uh, you in, know africa in uh-huh. the in the caribbean in a uh, latvia whatever and <laughs> um and i i'm gonna send him some money because they're gonna come see me we're gonna get married and, and like my heart was like you're no, being no, no, scammed no. Uh-huh. this is a guy that lives in his mom's basement like <laughs> and you think you're marrying this beautiful this vietnamese be- woman woman yeah. and she's gonna come <laughs> over here and she's not and so this particular situation she said this old man uh, sat at her desk for about 30 minutes mm-hmm. and the topic really took a turn as he started <laughs> telling her about his hemorrhoids. Oh my goodness. How did we get here? <laughs> That's, I, mean, I yeah. feel like people, you know, once they've had a certain amount of doctor's appointments where hemorrhoids have been the main topic of discussion, it just feels more comfortable. You like, know, to this tell, is what we talk about this now. Is, yeah. This is, I mean, this is one of the main things going on in my life. <sighs> this man needs a hobby. 
that's not hemorrhoids. And he describes to her how it really hurt badly to go to the bathroom. Oh, my, oh my word. And so he's like, to ease the pain, I can't. I like, I'm struggling to read this. Um, <laughs> no. To ease the pain, he would just push the hemorrhoid up his anus with his finger. <laughs> he said I'm that sorry. to her. Yes. He said that to her. I can't even read this. It, with his fingers, she says, Excuse me, sir? The fingers on the hand that I just shook saying, Welcome to the bank, <laughs> sir? No. She also is just like, <laughs> with a hand sanitizer. Sick. Excuse me for a sec while I go wash my hands. double down on the, on the hand sanitizing today. Oh, oh, oh. She said, He didn't even get a loan. <laughs> What? He just wanted to know the balance of his checking account. That can be done at the teller desk. Thank you, sir. Or show him how to get the app. Yeah. And But don't touch his phone. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I did not even get any credit for this interaction. You know, because if you yes. might have applied for a loan, you get, you get points or whatever, mm-hmm. a sale. Yep. And But no, she just had to hear about this man's hemorrhoids. And his tactic in which he handles the hemorrhoids. It's one way to do it, I guess. Boundaries don't exist. I still love your one of when that guy wanted to go have these on the fruit snacks, on the well, fruit yeah. snack coupon. Grocery stores are just the weirdest. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what it is. So one time I was at the grocery store and I, I hate the grocery store because I have a purpose. I know where stuff is. Yeah. I'm not moseying. But I understand a lot of people like to mosey, but this mm-hmm. is not the time or place. Mm-hmm. Go to the mall. Right. The grocery store is... And get accosted <laughs> and get, by a and pedophile. Get propositioned. Yeah. Yeah. But I need you guys... I need everyone to go to the grocery store and With to a be purpose and assertive. A plan. <laughs> because you know when you go like around the corner and then someone's coming right around, so you kind of get like a... Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And you, you almost crash Almost carts. have a head-on collision. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that happened to me. Okay. And I honestly... It was so quick... That I didn't even get a good look at the person. Uh-huh. It was just like, er, oh, no, sorry. And then she's like, go. And I'm like, okay. And I was mostly looking at the carts yeah. because they almost crashed. And I move along and I really did not think about it again. Uh-huh. So I go and um, get in line. Like for, check out. To, to check out. Uh-huh. And unbeknownst to me, that same woman is behind me no. in in the checkout. That's called karma. No, I'm just and, kidding. It wasn't your fault. Like you guys just happened to round the to corner together. Yeah. But she, she was like, okay, yeah, go. And then she can't So she like, let me go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get done checking out and then I kind of am facing sideways. So I at least kind of see her out my peripheral vision before I was just facing forward. Right. And she goes, Hmm. I thought since I let you go first earlier <sighs> that you would have let me go first here in the checkout. And I, I honestly, like, did not realize it was the same person. Right. Like, well, I, and, like, you got – that is so bizarre. It's not like then again you met at the same time. At the checkout. At the check. Like, yeah, if we would have gone urch again. But, no, I just got in line, didn't even see who got behind me. Right. You know, usually you don't, like, look around and, like, check people out behind you. It's actually kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. And so she was giving me, like, so much shade. Yeah. And I didn't know what to say because I was, like, mid-transaction. I wasn't going to be like, oh, cancel. And take everything off everything the belt. and out of the bags. Yeah. And I was like, oh, um, I don't – sorry. I Honestly, I did not know what to say. Yeah. And it's so crazy. And then you're, like, walk away and you're kind of like, I shouldn't have even said sorry. Yeah. or And, well, she should not have even like, – like, No. Who does she think she is? <laughs> oh, again, with hobbies, you know? Like <laughs> – an idle mind and idle hands uh-huh. are a breeding ground. They say it's a breeding ground for Satan, but I'm just saying, like, it just makes it you feels like s- Satan would have been saying that. It makes you it feels stew. like a Satan characteristic. 
I think sometimes when you have not a lot to worry about, like mm-hmm. you stew on things that don't need to be mm-hmm. and you get offended easily. You know, when you sometimes, I feel like this in my whole life, but sometimes you just have those days where you're like, what's happening? Like, absolutely. There's just a weird something going on with the universe, the, mm-hmm. pl- <laughs> the planets or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Murphy's Law, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Right. Or like you have multiple weird interactions or oh, okay. multiple crazy things happening to you. And you're just like, this is ridiculous. Like <laughs> this would be sad if it wasn't so hilarious, you mm-hmm. know? So this listener said she was only about a year into her marriage and her husband's grandmother passed away and they were from Southern California. So they flew down to the parents for the funeral. Um, and they have a big family. Her husband's the youngest of six kids. She's got like 10 nieces and nephews already, like after just a year of marriage. Okay. Anyway, um, during the funeral stuff, an uncle in the family happened to also be having a birthday and they were trying to kind of not let that get lost in the mix. So Mm -hmm. they're like, before the funeral, let's gather, let's do a little like BBQ for (laughs) uncle. And the father-in-law of this girl, he had been a park ranger for like 30 years. So they decided to get together at this pavilion okay at this park that he had been a forest stranger at okay. and it was so it was really really big like yeah. multi pavilions so they they kind of occupied a good chunk of it but they mm-hmm. left the outer pavilions like mm-hmm. they didn't take up the whole thing and so um she is just getting to know some of these family members because right. she's only been in there like a year and plus and, they're out of town family members right right so and they're eating dinner and they're visiting and they're just hanging out when all of a sudden this older teenage girl comes to where they're sitting and sits right by them. And she's kind of like, this isn't, I don't think this is a family member that I recognize. <laughs> and so. But who am I to ask? Yeah. But. but <laughs> right. She's like, crap. Hey, hey girl. <laughs> how, how are, how, how are, how are things with you and how are you? And your, and your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so. She said, but the problem was, is they noticed that there was kind of like another guy lurking around her, looking like he was with her. Barbecue crashers? That's what I'm thinking. So (laughs) she then knew. No, really. So Mm -hmm. she then kind of knew like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, these aren't people with us. And she felt like they were conjuring something up is what she said. Conjuring? Like Like, maybe maybe a plan? Maybe a plan. Maybe they were going to steal things. I don't know. When you say conjure. I think of like witches. A, a, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, this is more serious than she's making it out to be. <laughs> Casting spells on us. <laughs> um, anyway, so she, they didn't say anything for a few minutes and they were just sitting there. But then her oldest sister-in-law just kind of turned and said, can I help you? <laughs> Apparently this sister-in-law like, okay. is like the sweetest girl mm-hmm. and is very non-confrontational. And the girl just went off on her and was like, can't I just sit here? And <laughs> last I checked. National country. parks are a part of the United States of America. I, we are in the United States of America. And so she, they all kind of just sat, sat there shocked like, what's happening? So no one responded. Mm-hmm. But then this girl, she really said she doesn't know what happened. No, the girl that submitted the story. Okay. The new to the family daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. She said her B-switch just flipped on <gasps> like out of nowhere and just was like, she said she thinks it's because at the time she was working the driver's license division. And so she just like <laughs> a lot of pent up wasn't latent anger. Wasn't putting up with crap anymore, okay. mm-hmm. you know? And so she um she was like, I'm nobody's gonna talk to my new sister in law this way. <laughs> and so she said she went off on this girl. She said she probably, you know, can't divulge everything she said, but she went off on this girl, like, Who are you? You know, mm-hmm. you're coming into our space like where we are, and now you're going off on us and giving all this attitude to my sister who's sister-in-law who's nothing but sweet (laughs) anyway the girl just stayed there taking it all and then it ensued this whole fight with this girl this teenage girl (laughs) so then this girl's father-in-law comes into it 
starts to like loudly raise Uncle his Danny, voice. Uncle Danny, whose birthday it is, he's like, guys. No, this is this girl's. A f- oh, yeah, yeah. I he's just saying. in the back, like trying to eat his cake. He's, he's like, like, happy This birthday is not the party I envisioned. And now we have to go celebrate a Nana's funeral. dying. Yeah. This is all just for the nothing, for the not. <laughs> anyway, so the father-in-law got involved. And I think this daughter-in-law probably thought like, yeah, he's coming to have my back. Mm-hmm. And no, he <gasps> tells his daughter-in-law, you better stop and just don't respond. Just stop. Do, Do not, not engage. engage. Do not engage. So she said, I obeyed. And even <laughs> she said, even though I was ticked, that she was still there. The girl just kept staying there. Mm-hmm. And she stopped arguing with her because she just was trying to listen to her father-in-law. And yeah, you're kind of new to this family. And you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, I'm the crazy new yeah, person, yeah. wife, you know. And she could see this girl like smirking a little bit when the father-in-law got her to quiet down. Well, and he's like the wait, oh, he's not the forest ranger. I was going to say he he's was like the previous forest let's, ranger. Let's keep peace in the parks, folks. That's when he should have just had his uniform on, even though he was retired. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so she she said, I don't know if like the girl was hoping they'd be nice and give him food or what, mm-hmm. but they did stick around for a few minutes after and just sat there. I have no idea what, what their end game was. See, we're t- we were talking earlier about teenage girls that you're like, don't, they don't have a backbone to ward off literal pedophiles, but this, this girl, girl, she needs to t- host a class. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to put together an online course 100%. of like st- standing your ground and, and not backing down. Not backing down. Yeah. Even I'm a- not ready to make nice. <laughs> I'm not ready to back down. Um. So whoever she is, I'll take a course. Guess good on you. <laughs> I'll take her course. Do you have an e-course? Um, so then, so she thinks she's all riled up. She gets kind of chilled out. This girl finally leaves with this man, which hopefully that's an okay situation. Um, <laughs> after dinner, they're visiting and the kids were tired of the playground. So they decided pinata time yes. and they move her to the edge of the pavilion and set it up and get the other kids there. And eventually all the candy's spilling out. And all of a sudden there is another gal who was at the playground nearby and just comes over with like her kids and starts mm-hmm. helping herself and starts mm-hmm. picking up candy for her kids and putting it Listen, with their there's stuff. an unspoken rule <laughs> with pinata that you might be is unaware there, of is there i mean maybe yeah maybe that's what she's like saying pinata should be celebrated by all family dinner be damned um we're a part of the family now you can't rain candy from the sky at a playground and expect not, expect not to other include. children to just join in the fun right but Maybe she thought there's so many kids already. They're not going to notice my kids. But she even walked over to one of the other kids, like the nieces and nephews, Uh and said, you need to share some of the candy you got with my child. Stop it. Because they didn't get a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. They're like... My parents had to actually bring the candy yeah. that filled the pinata, and they dipped into my Halloween basket because they forgot. Yes. And so actually, your kids owe me... Right. And even though it is springtime, you're going to find a pumpkin-shaped Reese's in there. Right. Okay? <laughs> you don't want this candy. Trust me. <laughs> but this girl didn't say anything because she's like, I already was the uh-huh. crazy one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably why she just watched it all happen. Like, uh-huh. is anybody going to do anything? Mm-hmm. And so she was like, what? I cannot believe that in the course of like two hours that two random, two random people have infiltrated the family <laughs> event. <laughs> Okay. Well, I feel like this might be a reversal where someone, kind of like I was saying with the truth or dare thing that yeah. we've been doing, or the dares that we've been doing, how I'm probably the person that someone's <laughs> going to be like telling the story about later. Don't you think we've all probably been that person? It's I mean, true. I mean, odds are. We have an episode called There's Something About Karen. 
like mm-hmm. where we people confessed their quote unquote Karen moments. Yeah. And it's like this girl was saying she was at this family gathering new to the family and like <laughs> freaked out. She was she might she felt like the stranger was being the weirdo, but maybe the stranger thought she, she was, was being, being the weirdo. Because this listener said she was about 15 years old and she was pushing her six month old brother through Mervin's in a stroller. Mervin's. I nothing, love me some yeah, Mervin's. Nothing says real, back to school <laughs> shopping in the 90s like <laughs> Mervin's. They had great sales. Yeah, uh, that's why everybody went for back to school. So her mom was shopping around and so she's just kind of wheeling the stroller, you know, through the. Yeah, they have like that big roundabout almost. Yeah. Mervin's. Yeah. And this woman comes up to her and says, Oh, you're a little baby boy is just <laughs> absolutely adorable. And she's 15? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said that she kind of was looking around, though, and then finally said, but where's where's the father, though? Oh, geez. I know. Rude. You know what you're, you this, know what you're dragging up, lady. Is this the right? same person that was like, you've been reading your scriptures? <laughs> Being judgy. <laughs> you know? So this girl obviously picked up on that, so she decides to... Get a little extravagant um, <laughs> with her explanation rather than saying, oh, this is just my baby brother, which I yeah. think most of us would probably just revert to. She said, I'm actually um, between two different guys trying <laughs> trying to figure it out. Um, so um, TB- I'm actually not too sure. TBD where- on the dad situation. So I'm actually not too sure where the, da- where the dad is right now. <laughs> and she said she gave her a very wide-eyed look. And said, okay, well, um, enjoy your night. She said, needless to say, her mother was not happy with her after she told her about her encounter. But as a mom, I wouldn't be happy with some lady walking up and uh-huh. trying to get information about my teen daughter's baby daddy. I mean, I know it's not real, really happening, but uh-huh. I'm just but saying. But let's just say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really respect uh, I really respect people that that can think of something like on the fly like uh-huh. that to just because there's so many times that then you look back we've talked about this before you're laying in your bed and you're like I should have messed with them mm-hmm. I should have said something because they were being wildly invasive <laughs> and whatnot so this listener speaking of invasive <laughs> she said she was 18 and working as a waitress okay and I don't know maybe not all but I've learned way too much about a waitresses or a workers life, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and I was telling Britt, I went to one of those movie theaters where you literally sit down and like a waitress comes and you order dinner and you can order drinks and everything. And this waitress, um, was pregnant and I was pregnant. So she struck up a conversation mm-hmm. regarding that. And she ended up sort of like leaning on the seat next to me. Like it was a lot going on for a while. Like the conversation. Yes. Okay. And I don't even remember what was, I was just really uncomfortable. And she said, Oh my gosh, my baby's kicking. Do you want to feel? <laughs> And I said, that's okay. And I'm she's good. like, no, really, feel. And she grabbed my arm and put and grabbed my hand and put it on her stomach. I don't want to touch you. Yeah. And my husband and the couple that we were with, they just were trying so hard not to laugh. Because I'm like, you know, you hear it the other way around. You know, people when you're are pregnant. People so mad. Like, oh, people touch your belly. Yeah. Like, I have been forced, forced to touch, to touch someone people's. else's belly. So I didn't ask for that. Anyway, this girl was 18 working as a waitress and she was taking an older gentleman's order. I just think there's just this reoccurring theme mm-hmm. of older people. And she said she got the bad case of the hiccups. <laughs> and so they they were laughing um, like with, with as she was taking okay. his order. And when she was checking on him later, she still had the hiccups. <laughs> and he says, oh, let me help you with that. And he stands up oh, and gosh. he puts one hand on her back and the other hand on her stomach and starts rubbing her belly. 
<laughs> like, actually, this has been working Pat really well. Pat your belly, rub your head. Yeah, this has actually been working really well for me tonight. Everyone thinks it's really endearing. So I'm actually thinking I want to keep it and get some better tips. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's rubbing her belly with his hand on her back. Oh, my gosh. And she's standing there frozen, <laughs> understandably, looking around kind of for anyone to maybe help slash say something. Well, everyone's probably just dumbfounded. Right. It's one. It's the bystander effect. You're like... If she wasn't okay with this, she'd say something, right? <laughs> her manager will step in, right? You know, something yeah, like yeah. that. And anyway, all of a sudden, he punches her in the what? stomach. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. You get. There are three exclamation points after that Punch. sentence. Punches her in the stomach. Punch? And she says, is it crazier that it happened or crazier that it worked? Stop it. It worked. Oh, my god! That guy is playing fast and loose, punching women in the <laughs> stomach at their place of work. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think yeah you have no if that wouldn't have whatsoever, gotten whatsoever sir rid of the hiccups then it would have been an assault charge <laughs> so you know how they say i have two theories here i mean we need to we need to really touch how on the fact that he punched this, her in the stomach man? but uh two theories on why it worked so remember how the whole it's, scaring it's shocking like the scare the hiccups mm-hmm. out of you yeah that I've been a victim to where someone tried to if scare me. If you want to scare me, there are a lot of ways and they don't involve punching me in the, <laughs> in the stomach. Gut. And so I just spit. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and or like hiccups are air, right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe like by the punch, knocked it the just knocked the air out of you. But like how hard did he punch her? I like have only probably been semi-punched in the stomach by like <laughs> yeah. my kids flailing or whatever. Right. If if a grown man literally like on purpose punched me in the stomach hard, right. I bet I would cry for real. Right. Though. Well, and the fact that they like, you were already sort of frozen, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, this man's laying hands on me. He's stroking my stomach, and then, well, bam! Like that is so ridiculous funny and crazy. Yes, I wish I was there. <laughs> me too. <laughs> what if that was your husband? Because <laughs> he was probably out to dinner with his family. I don't know. She just said she was taking an older gentleman's order. Okay, so I would maybe he was by himself. Would you just like? hightail it out of there and like meet me in the car if you are married to an individual who does things like that i would guess you're sort of used to it (laughs) right like i don't think that my husband's personality typically like if he was doing something i'd be like whoa you've gone crazy yeah but obviously this person does things like this (laughs) and you've got you've got to continue your shift oh yeah but at least you don't have the hiccups (laughs) I'm like, I would take hiccups over getting punched. Absolutely. Mm Because they go away pretty soon. (laughs) That is hilarious. Well, we hope as you go through the rest of your week interacting with randos and strangers Mm -hmm. that you'll remember. Someday you'll laugh about this. And actually, maybe you should just strike up a conversation. So that we because, can get more stories? Yeah. yeah. Well, just, or, or you can have some to, to tell your husband at the end of the day or your wife or, or your bestie. All right, you guys have a great week. Thanks for gabbing. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Drop, drop the grenade and walk away is like his his way. I'm just kidding. I couldn't have been a therapist. Yeah. I, too, I cry too easily. We know that. <laughs> they're like, are you okay? Yeah. Uh, and they're like, sorry, they're this like, is about you. I promise. <laughs> um. How curious were you to go down to the house? Never. The oh, okay. never. I thought I'd be cut up into little pieces and fed to the goats. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Some of that is my own doing. Like I have homeless kids in the back of my car. And you, I thought you said you homeless had homeless kids. kids. That was too fast. Sorry. Good. I, I, Rewind. I, I was like, what? Homeless kids. Like, it makes a lot of sense because they have their children. Yeah. <laughs> 
So the fact that they would confront me does track. It, it lines up. <laughs>